Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show is all about gift giving. Holidays are here. Black Friday. That's like you love Black Friday. (laughs) I I used to. I used to be a Black Friday shopper. And then it got kind of crazy, Kim. And I was like, I can't hang with the crazies. (laughs) So but you don't you, want to hang with me. But you're still <laughs> hanging out there. You're still, this is a like a family tradition for it you. It is. That's the thing. It's like it's a bonding thing. Yeah. So we, so here's how Thanksgiving goes for us. Um, we eat the meal. We lay around for a little while. And then we put the coffee on. We bring out all the desserts. And my husband leaves in the morning at 5 a.m., Thanksgiving morning. And he goes to the store and he gets everybody a paper. And everybody gets their own paper. There is no sharing of the papers. Oh. It's a whole thing. It is a thing. So everybody gets their own. Like there's rules about this. Very strict rules. Like I'm like, get up. You're going to miss the papers, which is not a thing anymore. (laughs) He's not going to miss the papers, but it's a thing. So he goes, he gets the papers. Everybody gets their own paper with their, you know. Set up in on the table. You sound like an up. old lady. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm Do you know saying. I drink tea and I knit? I am an old lady at heart. Go get the paper. Get the paper, Charles. So <laughs> we we gather around the table, husbands after football and all of that. We take a little break. We gather around the table and everybody gets their dessert and their coffee and we hope oh, it's the opening of the papers. And everybody gets out there. We, everybody has a notepad. And then everybody gets out the sales and we go through and ahead of time, everybody has prepared like a list of a few things that would really bless them for Christmas. So we're looking for those things on sale and then just looking for like super deals. Mm -hmm. And we start making lists on our notes. Then when we're done, we compare notes and then we strategize. What stores should we go to? And then the next morning we get up really early and we meet and we go and we get our hot cocoa and our, you know, snacks and we stand in line and we do the crazy shopping. So does Charles stay home with the kids and it's like you and your mom or like you you don't drag the kids out, right? It's so funny. No, please tell me. you do not. (laughs) So like three years ago, it was just me. Like uh, three years and then beyond. It was just me. Three years ago, my kids were like so into it like this because it's because they thing. model like, you look this at is, the paint we get we want our own paper so this is a tradition it's a tradition and kids love tradition so they get their pie in their paper now and so starting three years ago when my daughter was only one my other t- my two boys were like we're going and so they stayed in their pjs and we bundled them up and they like hit it and they loved it they had so much fun so they go now and last year sissy went with us and we had a blast it was so much fun so I used to do that with my mom when we lived in Indiana. We mm-hmm. would, and it was a special day. Like we would, yes. just me and my mom. And I think I have a lot of mi- fun memories with that. Mm-hmm. But when we moved and now she's not here anymore, I feel like I she kind of live here it's, anymore. It's almost like a trigger. It's almost oh, like a trigger for yes. me. It's emotional. It, it kind of is, yes. really, because the tradition can't go on. I've tried to drag you, and you're like, no. Um, well, <laughs> let me tell you how our day looks now. We wake up at in the morning early on Friday and we all get our computers out and we're all sitting on the couch looking for the online deals in our pajamas, eating leftover turkey and potatoes 
And that is, that's become our new tradition. We build a fire if it's cold enough, yes. but a lot of times in San Antonio, it is not. Mm-hmm. And that has become our new tradition, which I See? love. It's fabulous. And so it's more about the online shopping for us. Yes. So either way you do it, it's... It's about the tradition. Yes. And it's about thinking about others and gifts that would bless them. Yeah. But let's talk about this whole thing because this can spiral really fast too. And so I think there's a couple things that we need to think about as we shop for the holiday season, for the Christmas season. We just need to think about it. Yeah. So budgeting. I think that's the first thing we got to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about the budget. No, I'm going to say something from, you know, Dave Ramsey, which we have, we're going to talk about here, but it's something that has stuck with me. Whether you're a Dave Ramsey fan or not, it doesn't matter. It just has stuck with me that he's like, Christmas is not an emergency and it is not a surprise. Like it is at the same time every year. So you can't put it in those two categories of Immediate and you can't, unexpected you spending. You can't use your emergency fund. This no. is a separate fund line item that you've been saving for and yes. planning for. But it's so important to like create a budget and stick to it. If you don't have a budget, you're going to buy everything on sale just because it's a good deal. Not only that, it's such an emotional time. Like yes. The Christmas lights. The hot the cocoa. Pumpkin spice lattes. The, car- flowing, the carolers. The carolers. The bundle up coats and your Christmas hats. The fake snow. The fake snow on everything. your window. And then your children and their big eyes. And they're like, I would love to have that. On Christmas morning. On Christmas we morning. need it. <laughs> <laughs> we need all of it. Yeah, and so it can become this feeling of it is an emergency because I want to fulfill this dream for my children. And you overspend and rack up credit. Okay, so let me tell you some things that I've done wrong. First of all, I buy things that we don't need, but it's a good deal. Oh, girl, me too. I have found like craft stuff in my kids' closets from Christmases that yeah. I got like 50% off. And you knew they didn't really want it. And they've never opened them. Yeah. And now they're like eight years old. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we doing? And it's that whole mentality of I want them to have so many gifts under the tree. Mm-hmm. And it's the keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. And yeah. I think we're all a little guilty of it, some more than others. Um, but here's how I've gotten better at it. Okay. I love Excel. You do. <laughs> and Excel is like my nightmare. So I have a Christmas budget from the last 10 years, mm-hmm. and it's all on the same Excel spreadsheet. I just create a new tab every year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I go back, and I have a list of how many gifts my kids are going to get, what the cost is, and wow. I even got even a little bit more oh, detailed the last us. couple of years. Lord help us. Okay, this makes me geek out. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. You're going to think it's I'm a nerd. A, I, it's too late. So every time, because I have to hide my gifts, right? Because they're scattered all you over my house in the closet. You do not where you are hiding it on an Excel no, spreadsheet. No, this is what I do, though. When it's wrapped, it gets color-coded a different color. No. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it's the coolest thing! Oh, Because at, no. I- at any time, at any time throughout the chaos of the year, you know, of this yes. season, I can look on my Excel spreadsheet and be like, okay, I have to wrap five more gifts. <laughs> And I need to spend ten more dollars or whatever. Wow! It's nerd. Wow. Hashtag nerd. Hashtag nerd. I'm getting you the shirt. I love it. Oh my! Like goodness. it. My husband likes it too. That feels that my husband would like that. He and thinks I'm like, it's no. At first, he thought, Mandy, you are crazy, and now he's like, this is a cool system. Like I've created my whole process system. Oh my goodness! You are so good at process. There's there's the those of us that just run out and buy 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 buy, which I used to be. Yeah. 
And there's those of us that have found their inner, like, love of spreadsheets. Mm, girl. <laughs> so make a budget. Stick to it. Don't get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Or you can be like us where you look at how many people you're going to buy for, how much you're going to spend on each person, add that up. It's a number. And that becomes your Christmas budget. And create a separate account for it that you add to every month. So when Christmas comes, the money is set aside and separate. And that's what you spend. Well, and we also do, like, a little line item for bless people money yeah so like we have it's a bless me fund yeah and we create that and it goes into our christmas fund so anything extra because we like to do a lot of service projects maybe or sometimes maybe it's just we want to give this money to somebody yes but we set it aside again that goes back to trying to not just be about us but about giving to others um you know i love luke you know we're talking about making a plan and Mm -hmm. sticking to Mm -hmm. it um luke 14 28 and 30 is a cool little verse it says if you desire to build a tower do you not first sit down and count the cost whether he has enough to complete it um you know i think that's just a good reminder Mm -hmm. of creating the budget creating the plan plan. and sticking to it Um, because like you said it's an emotional decision Um, and you know one of our Dave Ramsey's a great tool financial tool if you have that if you want to get that my husband and I went through that like 20 years ago and it's just like really blessed our family Um, but a previous pastor like simplified it Mm -hmm. and he said you know live by the 80 10 10 rule Mm -hmm. so it's 10% to giving 10% to saving and 80% to live off of and if you structure that in your home you're going to you're going to have the budget. You're going to have the awareness of where the money's going mm-hmm. and you're going to have the Christmas fund mm-hmm. and the budget set up. And it's a great life skill for your kiddos. You know, yes. We got each of our kids three piggy banks and we put 80, 10, 10 on there. And so whenever they get money, we just split it up. And yeah. So they are just used to that. Yeah. Um, it becomes the norm, which mm-hmm. we always talk about. You know, standard operating procedure becomes their foundation. And so you are preparing them to have a good conscious budget understanding when they're older. Yeah. So we've got the budget. That's like the hardest thing to it talk is. to because nobody wants to talk about the no. money. So let's talk about then the types of gifts that we may give. This is important. This is a big one. Mm-hmm. So tech gifts, you know, as your kids get older, you're going to be giving more tech gifts. Yes. You just are yep. because that's the thing. And um, you need to be careful. So any kind of gaming system, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever you're buying, you know, you can Google parental controls for that. You need to make sure you know how that works, Mm -hmm. how to turn things off and on. You need to be very aware of them connecting to strangers online. That is a biggie. So we have two shows on that. There's a Cyber Stranger show and there's an online manipulation show that kind of talks about how people groom kids online. Yes. Um, check all of those out. Um, so get the current parental controls. If you are getting your kid a phone for Christmas, it's that time. They're ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready to take on the additional parenting responsibility. You need to text the word cell phone, one word, to 44222. It will ask you for your email. And then we are going to email you a Word document of a cell phone contract. You have got to establish clear guidelines in your home. Mm -hmm. Now, the document is the one that I used in my book, Mm -hmm. but it will be a Word document. And I I provide it in Word because I want you to make it your own. Yes. I want you to make rules that are good for your family. So you may not like all mine. You may want to change them. Right. 
Or, you know, when I say we're charging in the mudroom every day, mm-hmm. then this is where your phone goes. You may have a different location. So you just tweak it and make it your own. And remember, before you give these gifts, so often parents will decide, I'm going to get, we're going to get the Xbox, we're going to get the phone. And the kids open it and they automatically, that day or that evening, you're setting it all up for them and they jump in. This is dangerous ground. Yep. Because they're going to figure out anything, all the ins and outs, and be exposed to things immediately. You have got to set up immediately. As soon as they open it, you have to let them know, look, I know you're excited about this, but we're not going to turn it on and we're not going to dive in until we set it up, we have some conversations, and then you can start playing or using your phone. And explain the why behind it. Like yes, you said, yes. um, you know, when they open it up, say you're getting to the age now where I'm trusting you with this. Yes. But there are bad people that will use this platform and try and manipulate you or expose you to bad things. Mm-hmm. So we have to have all those perimeters set up and all those guidelines set before you jump in and start using this today. So I'm going to have to set some parental controls. We're going to have to talk about what I want reported to me. Yep. Those kinds of things. All those conversations. That's a great point that they don't just dive in yeah. because once they've dived in and they have access to everything, they don't, want, they don't want to they take it away. Yes. yes. So you got to be prepared for that conversation. And try to do your homework before they open the gift, yes. like on how to set the parental yes. controls. Absolutely. Because I know with my kids, you know, when we're when they're waiting for us to set something up, they get a little antsy. They're oh, like, yeah. what, what, what? I, this is my gift. Yes. Like, I want to play. And if you have younger kids like mine that haven't really been exposed to anything drastic, they tend to think, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, this, what, what? And so a lot of times I'll share a story with them about a kid that the, that's their age, and mm-hmm. they're like, no way. There is no way, Mom. I'm like, yes, this is why we do what we do. And so then they're like, okay, okay, yeah, go ahead and set it up or do whatever. So be honest with your kids. Share with them, like she said, the why behind it and give real examples. Yeah, like, I just want to protect you. Yeah. Um, but we're trusting you with this. This is why you got it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, you know, just try to stay focused. I know they're going to get gifts, yeah. and but just make it not about the material things. Try so hard to make it not about the material things. Um, I love First Timothy 6, 7. We brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. Yeah. You know, just little conversations about this is a cool toy or this is a cool game, but Mm -hmm. it's not like grandparents are here today. Let's spend the time with grandparents and then we can play your game later. Um, You know, and I know they're going to want to play it a little because it's new and exciting and whatever. But, you know, have the grandparents go in there with them, like be part of it in watching them play and figure it out. I think, too, it's really important here to talk about the type of gift also in the sense that um, what why are we giving this gift? Why are we choosing to put this in the hands of our kids or our spouse or whomever it is? Is this something that they really want or something that would bless them or something that they need? Like really thinking about who you're giving it to and why you're giving it. And I think that will really help with cutting down on just buying things to buy things. Yes. Because a lot of people do that. I am guilty of it myself. Like it was on sale and I really Thought that's you would like that's it. what I get caught up in. It's yeah. on sale. Yeah. So it was only $10. Yeah. So even if you don't like it, it's okay. But those right. $10 yes. add up. Those $10 add up. So really thinking through that. And I love um, this family years ago shared this with me. I love the three gifts thing. Yeah. You know, I've I'm heard sure of that. I've heard of that. Like they're like, you know, like the wise men. And it doesn't have anything to do with that. But three gifts per kid or three gifts per person. But they were talking about it per kid. Something that you need. 
something that you want and something educational. So they would get them something like a really cool educational toy or something that they could learn from, a like really good book series. Mm-hmm. They'd get them something that they needed, like maybe they needed some sweaters or they needed shoes, like some cool shoes, and then something that they really wanted that was maybe just a toy or an Xbox or whatever. Three things, and that's it. Because in our household, my husband grew up with very little, very little. And so gifts are like a whole thing to him. That's a whole other show in itself. It's on our video series. We actually talk about it in our marriage series. Um, And so like one gift to him is like, whoa, that's a lot. And so three is still a lot. And then more than that, where I'm just like, yes, 50 gifts for everyone. That's Okay, so do you, I've struggled with the three gift rule. I'll just be quite honest. Do you do the three gift rule? We don't do that in our home. Every year we say, let's do the three gift rule. And so that is the idea. And then when we're out there, and that's why I talked about it being emotional, we have the budget set aside. And if there's money left over or we, like, see these hours. You're like, why not? Why? Oh, my goodness. Who needs just three gifts? Like, come on now. Okay, so I struggle with a three-gift role because I was, again, a single mom. Yeah. No money. Yeah. You know, didn't get a ton for Christmas. So I want my kids to get a ton for Christmas. But here's the thing. I... Like, for the last whole quarter of the year, anything they need, I'll wait, and then I'll get it for them for Christmas. That's funny. So, like, right now, my my kids, my son especially, is wearing pajamas that are really badly tight. (laughs) And I'm like, we are not not going to buy them because that's a gift that I can wrap. That is my mother-in-law. And he can have – so, you know, my kids may have nine or ten gifts, but they're little things that I would have bought anyway. Yes. But I just want them to have something to open. It's the emotional part. Of yeah, that, I know my my mother in law buys. Her idea of Christmas is underwear, toothbrush, socks, toothbrush, toothbrush, toothpaste, chapstick. That is what everybody gets every well, year, whether you in want the stocking, it or not. Yeah, in no, the stocking, under the tree, and copious amounts of it. I probably have seven hundred toothbrushes. Now I, <laughs> I am not joking. I think that I could do the three the three gift roll as far as like those are the big things, mm-hmm. but then supplement with the little things that they I know they need. You know, like if they need shoes, I wait until Christmas. This makes the point that I think it's important to think about why you're giving the yeah. gift, who you're giving it to. Is this really something that would bless them or that they would enjoy? And then sticking within the budget. It's going to look different for every family. Some people, the three gift rule. Like for us, as long as we're Whatever in the budget, works. then we're like, you know what? It's okay. Because that's what this money was set aside for. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630. The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. Okay, so we're talking about gifts. We are. The types of gifts. And, and, you know, we talked about budget. We talked about your motivation for giving gifts. And then when you give them, are you prepared to give them? If they're tech gifts and things like that, you have to prepare yourself to give that kind of gift so that you can prepare your kids. And then how many gifts do you give? And what kind of gifts? So all of that. I mean, it's so much to think about. Well, and my kids are in a stage. Like, my son loves his Xbox. He got that, I think, last Christmas or the Christmas before. And, um... My daughter has a phone. You know, she has a little laptop that's mm-hmm. a cheap one that she can do homework on and stuff um, that she keeps out in our living room. So I'm looking at my kids this year, and they don't really need anything tech-wise. Like I could get one. I could get my daughter a watch. I could do. You know, mm-hmm. I could get her more tech that she doesn't really need. Right. And so I'm kind of processing that, and that's where I feel like this year 
we're going to do more experiences. Yeah. Like we're going to gift more experiences because I feel like we don't need any more stuff at this point. I mean, they're going to get some pajamas. They're going to get <laughs> underwear. Again, they're going to get the stuff they need yeah. that I know that they kind of need, yeah. you know, and maybe like, but you know, my daughter, she loves to go thrift store shopping. Yeah. Like it's one of the things she loves. Like yeah. she will be like, mom, can we go for the day? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about doing like a gift where I say, here's a hundred dollars. And the whole day, we're going to carve out the whole day for thrift. Sure. Yes, like she, she would, would love, love that. that. Yes. She would love that over a watch yeah. or anything like that. Um, and so knowing what your kid likes, you know. Um, I think that can really bless them because it shows that you see them. Yeah. And so we started something similar uh, maybe two or three years ago where each of our kids, one of their gifts is a date. One with mom I love that. And one with dad. And we take the time. We write them a letter, like why we're doing it and what it's going to be. And that has like become one of their favorite gifts. And you already pick it out. We already pick it out. So there's so, no like. No. And okay. it's just like what you're saying. It's like that. Like one year, my son loves to bike ride. Like they'll go for like 10, 15 miles. Like they are. in. Wow. Like, that's great. It's impressive. He got a like big boy bike. Like he's got an adult bike. I yeah. mean, it's a whole thing, a mountain bike. So like my husband will. We'll take him for the whole day bike riding. They'll go eat together. You know, they'll um, go shopping. He likes to go shopping. And he just, that's his favorite Christmas gift is time. Yeah. And doing something he loves to do. And so it, you know, last year, my daughter, my husband took my daughter to the cupcake shop. Oh. And they had it, they dressed up and they went and they had cupcakes and she loved it. And she was only three. So you can do those experience things early. And then we tell the grandparents all the time no more stuff. Like we need a zoo pass. That's yeah. expensive. You know, we need a museum, like a museum pass. And so those have become great gifts um, from our family as well. Yeah. Last year, you know, my the grandparents were the same way. What, what do we get them? Like they're so old. They have everything. They're so old. They're, they have everything. <laughs> thing now you know and I said get them an experience like something that you can take them and go do and yeah. they got the iFly things yes and that that's expensive that's right so expensive. it's something that I probably wouldn't pay for and they did this whole day where they went to lunch with their grandparents and they loved it yeah. and they invited us to come along if we wanted to see it and we're like no this is your special day yeah. we're gonna go have a date yeah. and you take pictures and videos of us Fabulous. and they loved it mm-hmm. they just it was a great memory and I think it also helps teach our kids that that quality time and those experiences are so much more than the material things Absolutely. you know like that that bible verse that we read about we can't take our stuff with us yeah. but we can take the memory of our family with us our like that's something that will stay with us forever mm-hmm. and so there's lots of different things you could do you could do top golf bowling shopping day amusement parks movies whatever is your kids thing you know it may be let's spend fifty dollars at the Lego store yeah like we're gonna whatever your kids thing is and we're gonna go have lunch at your favorite spot and that's mm-hmm. gonna be a whole thing you're gonna get to pick it out one of my kiddos loves to go um, to pick out a recipe and then go grocery shopping and get all the ingredients and then spend the afternoon cooking and then serving our family oh like, he loves loves to do that's that. awesome my six-year-old he is like a mini chef and so he gets geeked out about new foods like at the grocery store like he wants to try these new ingredients and so that's what he picks every time we have a date like every time no matter who it's with a grandparent me i want to go to the grocery store and pick out ingredients and make a meal and so find what your kid loves and make that a gift yeah they'll love it and you know the last thing is we really need to get our kids involved with like not receiving but the giving part like giving and I have found that like involving them and picking out stuff for the grandparents Mm -hmm. and cousins and Mm -hmm. each other yeah like we started a whole new thing that um 
they each buy one gift for each other. Yes. And sometimes that's the most exciting gift that they want the other one to 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 open. Yeah. And I'll have conversations about that. Like, yeah. I'll be like, why are you so excited? And they'll be like, because I want them to see, you know, so I'm so sweet. excited. And it just, it's a great teachable moment. Doesn't that feel so much better to give than to receive? Mm-hmm. I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. That's and so like true. modeling it out so they understand, like, Giving is so much better than receiving. Yeah, and I think tapping into the emotion of the season, and because our family loves Christmas, I'm just gonna say, like we get so excited about this time of year, and we're into all the things, all the things, and so we have the conversation like, as much as we love Christmas, and it's a wonderful, beautiful family time, there are so many people that this is a very lonely, sad difficult time mm. how can we serve those people yeah. and so many of those people are seniors and so we have every year we've said to the kids what do you want to do and so like one year we have brought we collected pjs um for orphans mm-hmm. and we brought pajamas and socks to orphans and then this past year we made christmas cards and we went to a senior home and we sang christmas carols and we baked cookies. and we collect socks for them and we did socks that was a great yes. gift for them yeah, yeah because they get cold always cold yeah and some of those people like cried like they teared yeah. up because these little kids and these families were coming in and just blessing them in a time that can be very lonely and i think that teaches our kids to see outside of themselves and that not everybody's having the same experience that they are and how can i bless someone else yeah i think again it's that outward focus yeah that really makes the season come alive because that is the whole reason you know jesus came for us and we are supposed to model that and um, love others and serve others well yeah and i think the conversation about the real gift which you just said Mm -hmm. like what yes all these gifts all these presents but what's the real gift of christmas like continually going back to talking about jesus is the reason we are celebrating. And if there's not one material thing under the tree, yes. we're taken care of. We have yes. eternal life. We have salvation. Gift. We have forgiveness. We have peace. We have all of those things. And just having those simple conversations with our kids, I think, can make a big difference. So our three points to remember for our gift-giving segment, create a budget and stick to it, even if it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> set clear guidelines and set restrictions if give, if you're giving tech gifts. Prepare for that ahead of time. Think about experiences over material things. And people are more important than presents. Let's model serving and giving to others this Christmas season. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.